Daniel Kahneman, the Nobel Prize winning economist, once said, we'd all be better investors if we just made fewer decisions. It's times like these that make us wonder if we shouldn't make some decisions. Should we change our investments or should we get out of the stock market entirely in these uncertain times? Because after all, if you look at the news, then the sky is falling. Everything is going down. Or if you read any financial journalist at all, you see headlines like, the stock market is tumbling, and we're heading for possibly the biggest correction of all time, or other such catastrophic headlines. Everyone seems to agree that the market is down, and it's continuing to go down, right? The market is down, right? Or is it? That's what we're going to look at today. Is the market really down, and what perspective should we have on these current events? That's coming up on the Retirement Trip Podcast. If you pay attention at all, and I'm not saying you should, then you'll probably have heard that the market is down. That's going down, plummeting, tumbling, whatever the extravagant word that they're using at the moment. And it is only natural and human for us to wonder, should we be doing something different? Should we be changing our investments? Should we get out of the market? Is there some move we can make that will alleviate this uncertainty as Ukraine and Russia are at war and the global economic shifts that are happening because of it? And over and over again, the sentiment is the market is down and it's going down. Really? Compared to what? Compared to the all-time high? Then yes. If you compare it to the all-time high, then as of today, it's down 13%. But the problem with looking at these numbers is that you are measuring the moment. You're looking at what is it currently at right now versus what was it at just a few days or weeks or even months ago. Investing is a long-term endeavor. Even a month is a moment when it comes to investing. And if you are measuring the market over a few months or even a few quarters, you are measuring the moment. And yes, if you decide to measure the moment that you're going to base your long-term investment decisions off of what's happening right now, and you're going to react to current events instead of having a plan and sticking to that plan that has a long-term focus, If you're going to continue to measure the moment, then you might see that the market is down compared to its all-time high. You may think that the market should always be at an all-time high, that no matter what, it should just go up and up and up and never come back down. And of course, we know that's absurd, and yet subconsciously, we tend to believe that, which is why every time it goes down even a little bit, we wonder if this is the beginning of the end. If you measure a moment, the market is down. But what if you measure beyond that? We're up 5% from a year ago. Is that up or down? The market's up from one year ago. So is it up or down? That's still measuring a moment, though. Measuring from one year to the next is measuring a moment. Let's not do that. Let's go further. Is the market up or down? Well, we are up 27% from the peak before the COVID crash in February 2020. Many of you, if not all of you, will remember the crash that we had with the onset of the pandemic. 
35% in about 30 days, the fastest, sharpest crash we've had ever. And even from the previous peak before that, just over two years, just a hair over two years from right now, we are up 27%. Equity trendline returns are 10% per year on average. From that point, right before the COVID crash, if it had averaged 10%, we should be up only 21%. But we're up 27% from that point. So which is it? Is the market up or down? If you measure a moment, you may conclude that we are down. But if you look at a trend, you will see that we are up in quite a bit, even over a short period of time like two years. What about from five years ago? From five years ago, the S&P 500 is up 79%. And again, trendline returns, averaging 10% per year from five years ago, would conclude that the market should only be up 64%. But it is actually at 79%. And that does not include dividends. That is only the price. Even at a moment when we are quote-unquote down, as so many people would have you believe, we are still above trend line returns over that short time and with price only. From 10 years ago, the S&P 500 should only be up 170% at trend line returns. But the price alone is up 204%. And with the dividends, which you can't really track up to this day, but through the end of February, if you include reinvesting your dividends in the S&P 500, then the total index is up 305% from 10 years ago. Your money, if you have left it in the S&P 500 and have done nothing to it, not taken it out, not tried to time the market, not tried to do anything, your money would have quadrupled over that 10 years. We can take a little bit off of that because the market is lower now than it was at the end of February, but it is still going to be quadrupled. So I'll ask you again, is the market up or is it down? When you only look at the moment, you get a much different picture than when you look at the trend. Don't measure the moment. Track the trend. Don't measure the moment. Track the trend. If you were an owner in the best businesses in the world, you are not losing money. If you've been a long-time owner, you have been making money. Your values are temporarily fluctuating, but you have not lost any money. Even if you sold now, at 13% down from the all-time high, you still will not have lost money if you've owned them for years. If you've owned it for 2, 3, 4, 5, 10 years or longer, you have made money and lots of it. So even if you sold, you have not lost unless you bought earlier this year. But why would you want to sell? Why would you want to stop the compounding? Why would you want to interrupt the glorious growth? The owners of the best privately held companies in the world are not selling their ownership because of this current crisis. Right? Are the owners in your town? I'm from La Crosse, Wisconsin, so we have Quick Trip here. And if you don't have Quick Trip where you live, I hope you do soon because this is the best gas station chain in the world. And it is privately owned by the Zitlow family. And I'll ask you, or especially my local listeners, are the Zitlow family, the owners of Quick Trip, the best gas station chain in the world, are they rushing to sell their business because gas is over $4 a gallon? 
Are the owners in your town of the best local businesses? Are they rushing to sell their business because Russia invaded Ukraine? No. You don't stop the compounding. You don't abandon a good investment, a good ownership in the best companies in the world just because there's some ongoing crisis. There will always be a crisis. Always. There will always be a catastrophe. Always something to make us uncertain of the future. The owners of the best privately held companies in the world are not selling their ownership because of the current crisis. Why would you sell yours? The only reason you would not want to be in the stock market because it's going down is because A, you don't understand the difference between investing and market timing, and B, you are measuring the moment. We are owners of the best businesses in the world. We are not stock traders. We are not speculators. We are not market timers. We are owners. Have a plan and stick to the plan. If you don't have one, you need one. And having a good plan helps you understand that these temporary crises will be a blip in our long-term plan. Even the COVID crash, right? Losing 35% of your money, a third of all your retirement if you'd had it in equities at the time, it only set you back to 2017. And as you know, it quickly recovered. The values went back to the same price they had been in 27. And guess what? We're up nearly 70% from that time. Your money has nearly doubled since then. Have a plan. Stick to the plan. Don't measure the moment. Track the trend. If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership and has a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income, on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly retire mentorship magazine, which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. We never ask for any payment information, and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait, so join us now at retiremembership.com, where you can click in the link in the description, and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.